hello and welcome to the second episode of Life Raid. Today we're going to answer many thought-provoking and philosophical questions that may or may not be truly philosophical. Let's get started. Okay, so the first question is going to be, what is the most likely thing to bring about the extinction of the human race? What are you thinking, Laura? About this question? I don't know. I mean, look, so many things are happening around the world right now. And if you think about it, there's a lot of things that could end the world. You know, there could be a random ass meteor. There could be, like, I don't know, zombie apocalypse. Highly unlikely, though. I don't know. I mean, global warming is something. Global, not global. Climate change. Climate change kind of could be the death of us, but I don't know. What do you think, man? Yeah, for for this question, I would go. Um, the most likely thing to bring about extinction of the human race would be the human race itself. Like, for example, climate change or something. We're probably gonna kill ourselves off. Yeah, but like, mm, there's like a lot of things going on. Like, there's plenty of problems with Earth. Like, think about it. Meteor. It's like yeah. not really our fault. If the meteor just like boom. But like, the way I kind of want the world to end is just like sun goes boom boom. But that's like gonna take. Years and years and years and years. Like a thousands of years. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess you just gotta wait, man. I guess like, I don't know. I don't. I don't like. Do you think that people will realize when the world's gonna end? Because I'm pretty sure it's just like world end. Oop. Or is it like slowly gonna descend into insanity and then poof, the world end? I I think people won't realize until it's too late. Oh damn. <laughs> is is this now? Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> a bit dark. Ooh, interesting. Is the world ending right now? <laughs> oh, maybe. I mean, how many videos on YouTube do you see of people like, Oh, the world is ending. Kill us. Anyway. Uh, Alright, on to the next question then. Is free will real or is it an illusion? Uh, what are you thinking? Um, free will, damn. That's a tough one. I mean, I don't know. It is a tough one. It's kind of based off of my own beliefs, though, because, like, I guess free will, I'd say, not really, depending on what you believe is your own will. Because, like, your brain, technically it's you, but, like, for me, I feel like you are a separate part, not just the brain. It's a combination of your brain and your existence. Because, like will and like where your subconscious is is kind of like can't be technically determined because how does your subconscious contain in a tiny brain and then like why why is the brain why can the brain create thoughts what are thoughts so you have no physical matter there they aren't you can't physically hold a thought it's always metaphorical yeah that's true so it, that itself is kind of like okay what is that so i guess will you didn't choose to think. You didn't choose to be born. And yeah. And many people, including me, when I'm doing things, I'm driven by emotion or like thoughts in my brain. But that's my brain working. That's my emotional part of my brain working. That isn't like my technical will. What's what's considered my technical will then? Is yeah. it my emotions or is it my brain? I don't know. I would say, like, um, if uh, I'll go on a different aspect in terms of, like, um, like, 
to do with like society and like uh the laws and stuff i would say we don't really have free will because like even with like um like the rule of freedom of speech is it isn't like true freedom of speech or anything yeah we, we you can't you can't go do whatever you want there's limitations to what you can do i mean i mean have you seen like this talk about karens and like the anti-maskers <laughs> that sounds like free oh, of speech yeah. that sounds like some freedom of speech right there yeah not good freedom of speech but you know it's like you can't really it is technical it. freedom of speech probably not the best example though yeah <laughs> uh, uh, on to the next question then is a person's clone the same person or are they different i mean look this this ties back to what i was talking about earlier about like the brain and emotion technically if it, if you were to make a clone if you're not seeing what they see and you're not feeling what they feel, it's like feeling and thinking at a different time, then technically they aren't the same person as you because you're not feeling exactly what they feel and you can't see. Like, you can't feel and see what they see. You might, like, relate to it, but you're not feeling it at the exact same time and seeing exactly the same. So, technically, they're, they are different. Two beings yeah. that are exactly the same, same thought process, same emotions, but they can't feel at the same time. Yeah, like biologically they're the same thing, but like I wouldn't class them as the same person. They're different people. They might be from like the same origins and stuff, but like it, they're different. They have different experiences and things. No. Like it's not the same. It's it, it's not exactly the same. Yeah, because like the whole clone thing, it's like when you think about clones, you think about the movies where like, oh, clone machine, oh, there's another person steps out and you speak to them, and like they might be evil, they may not be, but like like a person who's a clone they you're not sharing a subconscious not in none of those movies like even if you clone it's like are you taking a piece i don't know how like cloning works because i'm not a scientist but like that just it doesn't seem that you're gonna share a conscious con conscious conscience consciousness yeah yeah I would say like because like it like people would consider them past selves different to the same person to the person that they are now so like on an even bigger level it's like it's not the same person because if you consider like your past self to be different to you now then like of course your clone is different mm. is why like I'm going with it yeah anyway anyway on to the next question is immortality something good or would you rather have be or like you know what i mean like you die eventually i feel like i definitely prefer dying eventually over immortality like i feel like immortality general generally isn't a good thing because like immortality for a short amount of period is good like sounds cool right like you can kill yourself for like just the laws and like test it out and then like it ends sooner or later and then you can choose you can die you can i guess it'd be better if like because people when they say like some power i'm like i want to be immortal you know they don't think about the consequences of living forever watching your friends family die while you live on and the emotional pain and being bored after you've like when you're immortal you have the choice to do anything you want and when you finish doing everything you wanted to do, then you're just doing things you don't want to do. And then what are you supposed to do? It gets boring after a while. So, like, and you can't really end yourself because you're immortal. So I feel like um, if you're wishing for something, I feel like I'd rather wish for, like, the choice to become immortal whenever I want to be. 
Yeah, I would um, probably, um, for me, it's like, I think like if you're immortal, you'll eventually do like everything you want to do. And then you'll just be like bored for the rest of your life with like nothing to do. Just like seeing people die. Like if you made like any relations with people, you know it'd eventually end. It'd just be all negative eventually. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be positive. And like when the world ends, all. like when the world ends, you're just like, I'm just going to float in space, I guess, because I'm dead. Yeah, you, you, you'd just be all alone, just like empty. And you probably go through a lot of pain when you do, like, die. Because, like, if you get shot, ooh, the pain of being shot. If you get stabbed, pain of being stabbed. If you drown, you're going to feel like Yeah, if you th- it, like, if you still feel pain, it'll, it'll still be bad because uh, people might te- test you or, like, the people might, it'll be easy to torture you and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Because you wouldn't die. That's a whole other story. The government, when they get, they, if they ever find out, when they, they'll probably find out sooner or later because it's pretty suspicious if you like aging and change your identity so much but like when the government found out they're definitely gonna do testing on you you're like immortal you're like basically a god yeah anyway on to the next question does jealousy have a value in driving humans to improve themselves or is it purely negative i mean what do you think about this one look i mean i've been jealous plenty of times and that's driven me to want to be better but it's but it's also not like the good thing to feel so because sometimes yeah, you're just uh, jealous uh, for me it's kind of like um like it can drive you to become a better person but like only better to the point where you're better than that person not to the best of your abilities not like the the best that you can be and it's like it's not the best way because there's other ways to like like drive drive to improve yourself yeah like it's not it's not it's, it's not like if you want to improve become jealous it's not it's not like that yeah and like it's not a purely negative emotion either because but it's like not good like it's not a choice to be good because like jealousy it's like there's many negative effects to it like when you feel jealous it doesn't feel good and it, it makes you self-deprecative deprecative one of one I don't know how to say that word, but um, it makes you feel bad about yourself, and that's not a good yeah. feeling, you know. But it's like it can improve you, but that depends on your mindset. It depends on the person because some people they take jealousy and they do bad things with that jealousy. They like try to sabotage someone else instead of improving themselves. They sabotage the other person. So it really depends on the person whether they choose to improve or sabotage someone else or like just do nothing with it and just feel negative about it. Yeah. I would say like yeah, it can strive to improve you, but I I don't think people should like try to be jealous or like become jealous. Like avoid jealousy in general. Okay. So next question will be uh when if ever is taking a human life justified? It's an interesting one. What are you thinking? I mean, if it wasn't to, up to your own, like if it was an accident, it's not necessarily justified, but it's also not because you wanted to do it. So it's like neither, it's like a gray area. But like, if you were to willingly choose to kill someone, I don't think it can be justified, even if they are a horrible person. I don't think it's necessarily justified. Um, it kind of depends on what your definition of justice means. Because if because taking a human life is it justified? That's by society's norms. The word justified is Actually, often let, defined. Let, let me give you an example of a situation uh, that I'm thinking of. Okay, so let's say um, you can either choose to kill one person 
one um, uh, like like one person or five people who will you kill like you have to kill someone in this situation by the way well i mean i'd probably like would the more like okay let's let's say like right now it's like it, it's gonna kill the five people but if you like switch a lever it'll kill the one person instead technically you'd be killing them but is it justified like in that situation like i said before it depends on your own opinions on what is justice but i'd say it's for me my opinion on justice i'd say it's justified because you're trying to do the right thing even though you weren't sure and you had to risk your conscious co whatever you had to w risk your um more morale to do that action to save those five people yeah for for me it's like if if like killing one person will kill like will save sorry a bunch of more people then i guess it'd be justified in that situation for me because like because people think differently right so like someone else might be like oh but you did it with your own hands you chose to kill that one person versus you didn't willingly choose to kill those five people but you willingly chose to kill that one person over the five people like that's and they'd say like it's bad that's a different form of that they have a different opinion on justice so yeah but that that's also but that's also saying that you willingly chose to save five people yeah exactly like so but that's also if we're talking about our opinions then it's saying hey you willingly chose to kill that person over the other five yeah so justice really isn't like something that's like universal it's your own opinion on what justice is because yeah as more things are it's subjective because like the majority is often what people believe to be the general justice but when people choose to go by their own justice the people who go by the more normal justice that everyone else goes as will not like the person who doesn't go as the norm that's kind of yeah yeah all right then uh, let's move on to the next question um if doing something good for others makes us feel good can there ever be such a thing as pure altruism i'm presuming altruism in this me is like uh like like helping someone out not for your own needs at all um wait what does altruism mean what does it technically mean? i guess the te yeah the technical definition of altruism would be useful hold up i shall use the almighty google for this one <laughs> all right give me one second <laughs> Altruism, disinterest and selfless concern for the well-being of others. Selfless concern for the well-being of others. Okay, so, I yeah, it's basically just like yeah, uh, I get it, I get like it. Helping someone, but yeah. if doing something good for others makes us feel good, can there ever be such thing as pure altruism? I don't think so. I don't think the human brain will let you do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically you will, for me at least. Well, technically it will make you feel good, but I would say um, it'd be, it, it makes you feel good, but like, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, to be honest. <laughs> it may, I'm so laughing. I mean... It makes you, okay, hold on, let me, let me confirm my Okay. So it'll make you feel good, but like it, that's not the reason you did it. 
So like it's still it's still impure intentions. I mean, you didn't do it to feel good. Uh, it's just a side effect. But, but there are people who do it without any other intention. There are people who do that, whether you want to believe it or not. There are people who have true intentions, like not having any other but to make someone else happy. Yeah, it, yeah. If if like your intentions are to like make someone happy and that's it, it's not like to give yourself satisfaction or something. I think then I guess it is it is pure. Like it is pure. I don't think one person could have like an infinite amount of pure altruism because like someone can't always be have pure altruism in everything they do. But I think there can be moments where they do feel that for like solely one purpose, like solely for like one thing or a couple times they feel like, oh, I genuinely want to help this person from the good of my heart, yeah. not because of something else. But I think it's it's not something that's like fit into someone's personality or characteristic. But like I think it's just a part of like one action. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to the next question, shall we? That question was a bit confusing. I mean, okay. it is, is it? Wait, what was it? Well, more like I just stumbled on my words. <laughs> <laughs> is it more or less difficult to be successful in the modern world than it was in the past? For example, like a hundred or a thousand years ago. I honestly don't know. I it's I feel like that's a difficult question because I can't necessarily put myself in their shoes. Like, like I don't know, cause like modern times, you I guess you can start a business generally, generally pretty like easily like using Shopify or like some other type of um, website builder, like. But I think. Nowadays, business often depends on, I guess, I don't know, like, it kind of just depends on your luck, but also, like, how charismatic you are, and, like, if you can pull people online in, because you have social media, and, like, all that, like, telling you, hey, come to this thing, ads, stupid ads, you know, but then, like, people, it kind of just, it's kind of just luck, it's a lot, a lot of luck dependence, um, but also, yeah. like, your, it depends on your looks and also like other stuff. For me, I think I think it's a. Uh, I would say it's actually more difficult to be successful now because I feel like all like the gaps in the market and like possible opportunities are, are like already taken up. Mm -hmm. and, and like you already have your leaders like right now and like Amazon and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, the, like it's definitely harder. Plus, like things are more like expensive now and things like that. Yeah, because I think like a thousand years ago, maybe even more, maybe less. I think there was like a lot more opportunity because everyone else, everyone else didn't really have like discoveries and like there wasn't as many discoveries there as there are now. So you had more business opportunity. Because if you're starting a business now, it's hard to come up with something original. But back in the day, yeah. a lot of things weren't discovered yet, and I bet like. Now that I think about it, I bet there's plenty of things we haven't discovered as a society yet either. So uh, I guess you technically could come up with something original, but it just won't be as easy as it were back then because there's like, actually I don't know, maybe it yeah, was because, because now finding something original is harder now because we've already found most of the stuff. Well, most of the stuff well, surface level. Most of the stuff that's surface level that's easy to think yeah, of Yeah, surface level that is. Yeah, but like back in the olden days, a lot of the things were not like. A, 
there's like some surface level stuff that people are still figuring it out, but it's still a lot easier to like start up a business, maybe, probably. Like, like I've read a, like a lot of like business, like how businesses started and like the history of them. And I find it like really interesting. And also like, I wonder like, um, how did like, how did they find all that information out about like how to start a business? Like how did they learn how to like buy land and like bit like, how did they come up with like all the money to make the equipment and like all that? Honestly, it's kind of complicated, but yeah, yeah. All right, then on to the next question: Has social media been a net positive or a net negative for our society? This one's a nice one, especially nowadays. Uh, what would you say about this? I'd say. It's really hard question because there's a lot of negatives, but also a lot of positives. Because, the, like the positives are like it's easier to communicate with people across the world and like share your ideas and like support people and spread good causes. But it's also, it's the negatives are like you can spread bad things too, and you can be mean to people without seeing them in face and like in front of them. And like I guess a lot of things. Um, are kind of kind of the same as social media. So shows how media lets people open up and like express their feelings, but that's all. That's not necessarily always a good thing. People yeah, yeah spread a lot of bad things on social media. Yeah, and people can make fun of them. Especially now, and people can uh, make like stick words in the mouth or like hey. They can because people it. can hide behind like a like a false name and stuff. I mean, also in life, like, also in life, like, things don't ever truly go away, but you can hide them pretty well, but on the internet, things don't, like, if you're, if you're a big social media user, um, and, like, you have a lot of followers or subscribers or subscribers or whatever, um, then anything you post will never truly go away, because there's probably going to be someone screenshotting it or downloading it, so. Yeah. I'd say overall... It's honestly in the middle, like not net positive, but not net net negative, but like really close to the middle. But I think it's more of a net positive. Honestly, it kind of just depends on where you are and like what you're using it for. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there's many bad things, but I would I would possibly agree with the net positive because it does help with information. Anyway, next question: What do you think would be humans' reaction? To the discovery of extraterrestrial life. Ooh, I think there's gonna be a lot of people just freaking out, but also a lot of people who are yeah. There's definitely gonna be a lot of panic. There's gonna be a lot of people coming up with like conspiracy theories, and like plenty of people are like, "Oh, the government just making this up to scare us." Like they, <laughs> and they're gonna talk about COVID and all that. But like, I don't know. I guess it. Yeah. I it depends on what type of extraterrestrial life it would be, but I think there'd probably be a lot of inequality. Yeah. I mean, plenty of people probably be afraid. It's going to be like a kind of a big topic. Like, oh, what's happening? Is the world going to be destroyed? Are they going to harm us? How are we going to contact with them? Like, oh, it's... Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I think there'll definitely be a lot of panic and just like um confusion. There's gonna be plenty of memes. Well, and, and stuff. Plenty of memes. <laughs> oh, but the memes though, there's gonna be plenty. Alright. Yeah. I mean, uh, how would you react? How would you react if there was extra, extra uh, life? I mean, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be cautious, but I'd also be intrigued. 
Mm. I mean, honestly, it depends on what type of situation it is. Because if they just discovered it out in, like, a planet far, far away, it isn't that big of a deal. But, like, if they came close to us, like, our planet, then I'd be like, yo, that's some nice, cool Yeah, stuff. It, it depends on a lot of factors and, like, how advanced the extraterrestrial life is. Yeah, but like honestly, if it came close to our planet, I'd be like, "Yo, I want to see some of that. I want to, I want to meet them. Might die." It, but... It's like, it's just like just on Mars, extraterrestrial life. Like, like, look, I want to be like one of those Earth representatives, re- representatives, because I think like I don't want like any Karens to meet the aliens, because they're gonna like they're gonna make the aliens think bad of us, because like, damn, okay. Yeah. So I kind of want to be one of those representatives, but like I don't know, maybe I'm not worth, maybe I'm not worthy. <laughs> I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm just not worthy enough for it. But I don't. I'm not worthy I of mean... the aliens. Okay. Next question then. Is suffering a necessary part of human condition? Let me just blur out and say yes. <laughs> I mean, I can. What do you mean by human condition? I like uh, to 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 like to like live like human condition. I get for me, it'd be like if if you want to live a, like a proper life, like you you there needs to be some kind of like not as like so not let's say like suffering suffering, but like just like. Like you, when you're living, like every human life will have their like su- moments where they suffer a bit, like have their bad. Okay. I'm pretty sure human condition is in terms of just like every human life. Oh yeah, yeah I googled it. The almighty Google says that human condition is all of the characteristics and key events that compose of essentials of human existence, including birth, growth, emotion, and aspiration, conflict, and mortality. Yeah, I think suffering is like uh, helps people grow in a way. <sighs> suffering, honestly, is suffering necessary? Um, uh, yes, the, the, I guess no matter how much I hate it, it is a part. It is a part yeah. of it, and it may or may not be necessary. I'm not the one to decide that, though. But. I I I can't I can't like that's nec- it hurts my pride and it hurts my soul saying that it is necessary. Yeah, it's not it's not nice to suffer, but I think right I it, it definitely helps people grow and like and stuff. Yeah, but like I feel like the world has a little trouble determining how much suffering because damn, it's going overboard, man. It's going yeah, a little too much. People are suffering a lot. Wind it down, guys. Wind it down. Wind down the suffering, because I've had enough, man. Yeah. Alright, then, next question. If you had to guess, what do you think would be the most likely way you'll die? Oh, damn. I mean, I don't know. I love the water, I love the beach, but I can't swim. That's just a thing. <laughs> I've, I've, I took swimming lessons a while ago, like when I was like eight or ten or something. I don't know one of those, um, maybe even thirteen. Yeah. I don't remember. And it was like I was taking classes with a bunch of younger kids, and I felt really awkward because I was like, "Damn!" And I took like, oh, yeah. I took like solo lessons with like all my teachers, like some teachers, and yeah, I, I like all I learned from that was to float on my back. Like I sucked ass bro i can't swim for the life of me but i love the ocean i love water i love the feeling of water the coolness on my skin sounds weird but that's just how it is and i'm like damn but i don't know how to swim man i wish i could but i can't i might die from drowning one day rip but you know okay i would 
say that the most likely way I'll I'll die is just like a normal sh like a heart stroke or whatever, you know, like 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 unfortunately how like most people die. Okay, next question: Does absolute power corrupt absolutely? This is an interesting one. What do you, what are you thinking? Um, I think it depends on the person. I've said this so many times, but like. Honestly, people grow up in like the similar situations, like grow up in like similar family situations and like living conditions, but they choose different paths. They like some people grew up on the farm and were abused, but some became murderers, some became really good businessmen, some people died early age from sickness. It, it, honestly, it, it depends on the person. So like yeah, I guess it does depend, but I think like it's a factor into turning somebody corrupt. I would say like absolute power can can like like change a person. I I think at least yeah, that's my opinion though. But but like it's not it's not like every per every person who gets absolute power will be like that. Cause like there are families where like their children born are born into power, right? But the thing is that people who have like similar like parents who have similar parenting styles but they each have children um some of them might become corrupt some some of them might not honestly it just depends on what the person thinks themselves like people say like oh parents yeah. have influence and they do but it's not 100 percent. it's also a combination of what the child thinks and like how they interpret and like all that yeah there's a lot of factors on it yeah, it, it really depends on the person and like the situation. Mm -hmm. All right, next question: If all your memories are erased, what kind of person would you be? Do you think? Um, I don't know. I'd probably be less scarred. Maybe you know, like I'm. I'm sure, like I'd probably be really confused, and I'd probably forget. Honestly, I'd forget a lot of people since my memories are erased. And also, there's a thing. I have a. I have a bone to pick with all those. Um, your memories erased type of shows. How do they remember how to speak English? Like, isn't learning to speak English another part of your memories? Like, when you're married, don't you know how to yeah, not actually, talk? Yeah, you have a point. How, how, how do they remember how to talk? Yeah, because, like, I think about that every time I watch one of those. I'm like, how does he remember how to speak? Like, I get this, like, like it's a different story if it's, like, amnesia, because, like, you forget part of it. You know, part of, like, but you still remember, like, back when you were younger. But... When your memory is completely erased in those stories, don't you? That, doesn't that mean you can't remember? Like people are like, "Oh, I can't remember my name. I can't remember who I am. I don't know like what I look like." Then shouldn't you also forget how to speak? Yeah, that's true. I, I'm not. I'm not for this question. I'm not really sure. I th I think it, just, it. I think if all your memories are erased, you'd be very reliant on someone. I I would think, like to help you out, like like regain your memories and like how to speak and stuff like that. Your yeah. memories will be erased. You won't know how to do anything. I mean, honestly, I'd probably, I'd probably, not gonna lie, I might be a little less. Um, I'd be probably be more productive because like a lot of the things that hold me back are the things about me thinking about my past and like my future and like if I forget everything about like all the pressures of people from my past pressuring me and all that and like what I used to think about all the time if i forget all that i'll probably i'd i'm i can't be sure but i i'd probably be more productive you know 
Yeah, it, it'd be like a reset. Like, I'd, lear be, I'd be learning about life and who I am or what I want to be from the point I am now, not when I was a kid, when my living conditions weren't as good. Yeah. Alright, the next question. Should there be limitations on the right to free speech? This is kind of links back to, like, one of the questions yeah. earlier, but, like... There should be. Yes. Yes, there should. Yeah. Definitely. I, I would say, at least. Like, I feel like if you have... If you have, like, a big group of people that you influence, there should be some limitations, but not, like, too much. There should be a little more than the average person, but not too much. Yeah, def definitely. I, I think the, it's, like... These limitations, however, like if you're like if you're like a normal like person in society, these limitations wouldn't affect you in any way, though. Yeah, because like I guess a bigger audience, people with bigger audiences shouldn't be like saying like um, like racial slurs. Like to vote a specific political party. I mean, I feel like nobody should be saying racial slurs, but especially the bigger bigger type of. Um, um, influences. Famous people, yeah, definitely, because that influences like uh, other people into thinking it's right. If a famous person does it, then I can too. Cause like, kind of yeah, cause like, there's people like middle schoolers and like, you know, high schoolers and college people who um, speak with like a lot of racial slurs and stuff like that. But that they aren't like they're just condemned. You know, those type of people are just condemned and like shunned. Um, but, like, if you're a big influence, you should definitely have a larger punishment than just being shunned because you're an influence to a lot of both young and older people who look up to you. Um, so, like, if you have, like, your own opinion on, like, like um, say, philosophy or hypotheticals, that's fine, like, even if it's unpopular. Yeah. But, like, racial slurs are just not generally accepted. Yeah, definitely. Even they if, not be like, even so. if you are of that certain race that the racial slurs directed to, you should yeah, you just probably just like it. in general, they shouldn't be used for anybody. Yeah. nobody should use to be using them. I the next question should should euthanasia be legal? Basically, Almighty Google states that euthanasia is the painless killing of a patient suffering from an incurable and painful disease. Or irreversible coma. Yes, I think yes. Because if someone's a, in a coma, then there are, there, I guess, they can't really decide whether they want to live. But, like, I guess from an outside perspective, there weren't really, I guess they're just, this might seem, like, really ruthless. But they're not really, I guess... Alive? Well, they're, well, they're not really alive. Yeah. They're not really per se, doing anything. Like it sounds bad, but like, like, like they're not alive, they're, but they're not doing anything that they want to do. Like they're in a coma. They didn't choose to be in that coma. But if they're, yeah, they're, they're if not it, really living their life. If they're if they're incurable from their coma, then they can't they can't willingly get up either. So either way, they can't choose. So they can't choose they're, they're for the rest gonna of die. They're eventually going to die. They're just going to die in that bed. So would you rather have them not have the choice to do anything in life till they die or have die and see, what's, and and see what's after, see what's after they die? Because like one of my, I, like they get to see what's in the afterlife. 
Because, like, nobody really... Yeah. I feel like you can't truly answer what's in the afterlife. So I feel like it's better to give them that release to the afterlife. But, like, I guess... I don't know. Like, just give them a release so they don't have to deal with um, not getting to choose what they want to do with their body. Because they didn't willingly go into that coma. And they didn't willingly not have get to choose anything yeah so it's kind of just like yeah they did like for me it's like uh, they like if you're in an incurable coma and you're eventually gonna die from from like old age or something then like just kill it okay this sounds really like dark but like like it, they're, they're not gonna be able to live their life like if technically speaking if they die it's it's not really gonna affect them too much kind of I mean, you don't really know what they're going through in that a, coma, I, I, but like yeah, that yeah, that does take yeah. But they didn't choose. But they didn't choose to go into that coma. Yeah. I mean, they won't be able to choose whether they die or not, but they're gonna die anyway, even if you weren't gonna choose. So you're just speeding up the process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a dark question. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on to the next one. Does anemeter be? Uh, encourage people to misbehave or does it reveal how people would choose to act all the time if they could? Anonymity is basically just like, anonymous, you know, like yeah. being anonymous and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it does. Honestly, I think it does because then people I think people just well, it doesn't necessarily like encourage them to misbehave. It's kind of just like like, okay, so normally people who are murderers and, like, people who are rapists and, like, do anything criminal, um, don't yeah. try to sh tell people that they're criminals, you know? They don't say, like, oh, I'm a yeah. criminal. They try to stay anonymous. And normally when you do something yeah. wrong, you try to stay anonymous. So I feel like somewhat it does encourage, like, anonymous, anony anonymity does encourage people to somewhat misbehave because it's tied to the fact that many people who do criminal behavior. I, I, th I think for me it's like a factor that could make somebody misbehave yeah but i'm pretty sure it'll in most people if if they have anonymity they will definitely like act uh, like more so act how they would all the time like yeah. if they could yeah because like then you feel like oh i can yeah people won't tie me to the the character i'm playing in front of yeah whole. i could easily just leave that character like it's a separate thing to me. Because, like, when you... Like it, it's a different story when you're in front of people and people know who you are. And it can affect your future yeah. and your life and, like, how you're going to grow up and, like, the amount of money you make. But, like, when you're completely anonymous, you're like, I don't have to have that weight on my shoulders all the time. Like, I can go naked and be like, ooh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. Is poverty in society inevitable? Actually, I'd like to go first on this question because I have a, a point. Uh, I would say, in like, b because I'm a, like, the way capitalism works, I would say poverty in society is inevitable because capitalism relies on um, uh, money being sacred and, like, like, because, like, if everybody has money, the value of money goes down. Honestly, this depends so, like, on the society. Yeah, it, dep it depends if we're going, like, in a capitalist way or, like, a... Because like if you're talking is. about Earth, then probably, yeah. If you're talking about another existence in society, or, like, another... Let's say that alien creatures do exist. 
um, in another um, creature's um, society, it might be different because they, other creatures might not even have senses like smelling, tasting, and seeing, and hearing. They might have a whole different sense. That's yeah, they might, they might follow a different set of rules and stuff. Yeah, they f- might follow a different universe's rules. So I don't think that society, heck, their society will technically follow, um, say, communism or, you know, so on and so forth. So. If we take, po- for, for me, if we take poverty in terms of, like, having no food or, like, uh, being hungry and no shelter, I think it's not inevitable and there could be a way to make everybody, like, have food and water and stuff. Yeah. Technically speaking. You just have to change the mind of people who have the most. Yeah, it, it, but it requires a lot of, like, changes to the way the world works and stuff. Yeah. Right now. Okay, next question. The if you're going to be given the date of your death, would you want to know it? Mm, honestly, yes. Ooh, you're going to go with yes. What's your reasoning for this one? Like, if I had a button and it was like, hey, yo, do you want to know when you die? I'd instinctively, instinctively press the button. Solely because of my curiosity, just kidding, not solely, but, like, part of it's curiosity, another part of it's, like, <laughs> I kind of want to know, because then I'll be prepared to say goodbye to everyone I know. Yeah. I can I think for it. me, it, it'd be, like, I, I probably don't, don't want to press the button, because then I'm in fear for the day that I die, and I'd be, like, in anticipation, not necessarily anticipation, but, like, I... I'd like be wary of the day I die. It'd be like, oh, I've got two days left. Oh my gosh, I've got one day left. Like it, I, like I'd be like wary of the day I die. Like it, it'd be something on my mind all the time. Like just yeah. knowing that I die at that day. It definitely. Like I'd rather be yeah. insolent to it. It definitely is something like, that'd be on your mind a lot. Yeah, I'd rather be like when I die is where when, when I'm gonna die is when I'll know I'm I'm gonna die. Like, at the moment, not before. I mean, I feel like if I did know, I'd be somewhat scared when I first realize it. But then I guess I'd slowly realize, like, because I'm not necessarily afraid of death. I mean, I am afraid of death in the sense that, like, oh, I'm scared of spiders because they could kill me. I'm scared of moths because they can kill me, but they can't. But I think they can, and, like, stuff like that. But, like... That doesn't mean I'm necessarily scared of the idea of death. And, like, I'm not going to try to avoid the date or anything. I'm just going to realize that. And after getting used to the fact that I know it, I guess I'd just accept it and live my life as long as I can. And, like, I mean, my time is is limited, but I'd still live it to the point where I'm happy at where I am. Like, happy where I am. I can tell my friends and family that I love them and I'm gonna poof and like yeah you could yeah that would uh, that yeah i guess i guess that is a good point you could like say your goodbyes and farewells and And stuff and i feel like i'd get used to the fact that i know that it's coming yeah you would eventually get used to it and i keep going yeah and because like everyday life you know you're gonna die sooner or later you don't know when i feel like that's also scary enough you know isn't that scary if you think about the idea that you know that you're gonna die but you don't know when isn't that also scary because like scary knowing that your time is limited and you know how much time there is left yeah yeah, yeah. but like when you think about it in daily life you don't know when you're gonna die though 
when are you going to die? You could get run over by a car when you cross the street. Probably not, but they're still likely, you know? It's still likely. Not likely, but, yeah. like, it's still possible. And, like, you think about that and you're like, oh, I don't think of that often. Because it always gets, sh- not always, but, like, sometimes gets shoved to the back of your head. Like, you don't, like, it's not in the front of your head all the time. Because, like, people mm-hmm. who have, like, mental illnesses, sometimes it, that sometimes that can be in the front of your mind. Like, people who are paranoid and, like, oh, my God, I might die. Oh, my God, I don't want to drown. I'm not going to go swimming. Oh, my God, I don't want to yeah. run over. I don't want to crash the street, you know? And, like, stuff like that, mental illnesses kind of bring that forward. But I feel like... I guess, on the average, most people don't think about it a lot, so they aren't afraid of it, right? So I feel like that's the same yeah. thing with, like, when you, when you know when you die. Because think about it. If the universe ran and you already... And, like, there's always, a, like, an b- option where you can remember when you're going to die, then once you get used to that, it's like... I saw this one meme where it was, like, there was, like, a Superman toy called, like, Awesome Man or something. And, like, you think it's uh-huh. weird in this universe, right? But if you're in an alternate universe, whether those exist or not... If you're in, in an alternate universe where the original Superman was called Awesome Man, then it wouldn't be weird in that yeah. universe. It's, yeah, it, it, beca- it become like normal. It become like a societal norm. Yeah, so with the de- death date thing, then I feel like, hey, I'll, it's, it'll one day become normal to me. Like how yeah. knowing that I'll die sooner or later, maybe now, maybe another time, maybe a long time later, you get used like, to it, it, like yeah it, it'd be like this is a part of me like i i know when i'll die it, it's just a normal thing yeah so i guess it's like i wouldn't be too stressed about it so i'd just press the button and be like hey yo guess i know now i'll get used to it i'll freak out for like the first couple of minutes of like oh my god or like maybe the whole day or week i'll be like oh shit uh, death's coming but like after like a year or two um i guess I'd be used to it. Yeah, you, you would. You definitely get used to it. Actually, um, I I would still stick with my one because, like, as the days come closer, you definitely start thinking about it more. Yeah, but then I'm gonna die. So. But I'm sure. But I'm sure it wouldn't affect life too much, though. Mm. Yeah. Well then, it's time for me to tell the viewers that their time on this episode is up like that segue (laughs) well as you just heard it is now time to end this episode unfortunately Uh, we'll see you next week on Thursday and bye